What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? And thank you for tuning in to uh, what it really is, is an an inaugural um, episode of The Drop-In. And I'll tell you why. I am here in the new NRM studios. Super stoked to be here. David behind the glass, Alan over there, Paul in his office, probably doing work. And, And it's just, it's rad to be back in the saddle. With the family. If you watched the show before mine, um, Paul and I talked about it a little bit. And how it all happened is crazy, and I'll get into it a little in this first segment. But, um, man, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. Happy to be here. Happy to be back. Bringing an inspirational message to you guys, the audience. Thank you guys, because you are the reason I do this show. And I wanted to talk a little bit about my history in podcasting to open, because I think it's it's a... A lesson a little bit in resourcefulness and that anybody can accomplish anything, anything you set your mind to. And so I actually started podcasting in 2010. I was having a hard time walking. My hips are all jacked up from my hockey career, skateboarding, just living an active lifestyle. And I'm like, man, I'm addicted to adrenaline. I got to figure out something because I, I will go bananas if I can't be as active as I like to be. And so I'm like, I'm going to start a podcast. And I I did a little research, and I started my original podcast. It was called Underground Valley, and I was on my couch with a cell phone and a laptop. And I started interviewing my friends, interviewing people I knew. They had cool stories, and I wanted to bring those stories to people and, and get them fired up to get off their couch and make life happen. That was the tagline, get off your couch and make life happen. And so that's how I started 2010, man. Years ago, um, I think the, I don't even know if the company is still um, in business, but I found a company, they would give me an hour long platform for free, for free. So I started my original, original podcast with no money. Zero money, and it was my time. Every Wednesday at 3.30, I would interview somebody for an hour, and then I would put it out there. And uh, and that's where it all started. And through the ups and downs of years, because, uh, you know, life gets in the way of certain things. And if you're doing things on your own, sometimes those things get pushed to the back burner. But if you're passionate about it, you will come back to that. And that's what I did over the years, kept coming back saying, I love doing a podcast. I love it. Well, this is, I'm not, I, I might be one or two shows off, but this is like show number 320 or something over the years. And it started with Underground Valley. And then um, 2018, I ended up uh, meeting the folks here at NRM and the way it, it, it it's it's legendary around the studio because I had volunteered at TEDx Detroit. I was there just seating people because I knew one day I wanted to speak there. I wanted to be a speaker and I volunteered and I was seating people and I got to watch the event. Well, at the TEDx, uh, I'll call them festivals because that's what they really are, there is a floor Here in Detroit, it's held at the Masonic Temple, and there is a floor where it's almost like a trade show, where if you have a product or a service that fits with the model of TEDx, you can set up for free. And I thought that was awesome. So I walked down there. 
there's some folks, and they it says NRM, New Radio Media, uh, and I stop and talk to them. And I met a couple couple of the guys there. It was, uh, I think, Andy and Ian were there. And I talked with them for a little bit, said, man, I'd love to get my podcast back up and going. And I gave them one card. Paul talks about it all the time. The one card, dude. I gave them one card. I had one business card with me, gave it to them. And um, and a few weeks later, I get a call from a young lady named Marianne, and I'm avoiding the call, actually. I avoided it three times, and one time I was walking across my living room, and I happened to answer the phone. And I'm like, man, you know, I, I'm not feeling it, whatever. I talked to Marianne. She is this awesome woman. Awesome. She has been very influential in my life since then. But I talked to Marianne, end up coming to the studio or going to the old studio, talking with Paul, and we just started from there. And they they brought me in with open arms. I, uh, it's just been an amazing journey. And as with probably everybody on the planet, over the last three, four years, some things have happened in the world. They have changed the way we do things. Uh, Some businesses had to uh, batten down the hatches in in order to make it through some of the challenging times that we've had to experience, and NRM was no different. So uh, the studio sort of backpedaled a little bit, took a little bit of a a time off, and now we are back and better than ever. Uh, Broadcasting out of Royal Oak, Michigan. And oh my word, there are so many great things coming in 23. We're talking with Imagine Theaters. We're going to do some public events. We're going to get out and actually meet people, shake hands, get back to that interaction. Look people in the eyes when you're talking to them. And I'm so excited about that. But that's how I started podcasting. I started because I wanted to inspire people. I thought there were stories out there that somebody somewhere could hear and say, I want to be like that person. I, they did it. I can do it. And oftentimes in our lives, all we need to hear is, yes, you can. And I, I, I see it all the time. You know, I see it all the time. I have sat down with people for an hour, for an hour, maybe two hours, and we'll talk about what they want to achieve, the challenges that they perceive – And why, oftentimes they open with why they can't achieve those goals. And within an an hour or two hours, uh, you can see it. You can physically see it. You can see the energy lift. And they start, you know, we start writing down a plan, writing down a way to get there. And, and, And you can see the shift in vibration, in confidence. And by the end of an hour or two, they are getting up from that meeting. With maybe a page of notes and, and a way to get to what they want. And it's never, never as challenging as what the perception was as they came in the door. And that's what I want this show to do. That's why I write freaking books. That's why I, I, I do what I do. You know, people say, why do you keep doing that? Why do you keep uh, doing a podcast or, or putting yourself out there with writing books? Because I feel if, if somebody reads it, somebody similar hears it, they will get closer to be the best version of themselves. And that's my goal. That is my goal. I do it personally every day, every day. And that's why I wrote the new book, uh, DIFY, Do It For Yourself. Um, it's really a roadmap 
to how you can do little things throughout your day to become the best version of yourself. And you can get it now everywhere. You can get it on freaking Barnes and Noble, Amazon, Kindle. It's everywhere. And it's a quick read that has some life changing tactics in there. And, you know, it's, it's not hard. I don't feel it's difficult to do. But so many, uh, what is it? What is the fact? There's a crazy fact. Dr. Joe Dispenza, a gentleman who I uh, greatly admire, 85%. Of, of people like are looking for things to be uh, what is it uh, hang on let me think um, oh, the fact is uh, people spend 80% of their day looking for things to be offended by that's it that's it most people spend 80% of their day looking for things to be offended by and so people are looking for things to complain about I think we need to shift that paradigm you know, look for things to be grateful for. Gratitude is one of the most wonderful things, is to be grateful for the, for the things that you have in your life, and more will come. And I think uh, offering people information like that through the guests that come through the door, through information that I have learned over the years, through life experiences, that one little nugget could change your day, change your life. And sometimes all you need to do is hear it. That's all. You need to hear it and make a mental note and go, yeah, that, uh, that, that, that Gerald guy, you know, I heard it on his show. You know, there's, there's so many one-liners I'm gonna, you're going to get through this show. Another one, it's never, very rarely, also, I'll, I don't like using the word never, but very rarely it's, it's uh, a lack of, what is it, uh, rarely is it a lack of resources, more often it's a lack of resourcefulness. And so many times, if you have a plan, if you have a goal, you can find somebody that can help you get there, that can give you some of their resourcefulness to get there. If you want to start a podcast, you want to write a book, you want to start a company, uh, reach out. Heck, drop me a line. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram. Drop me a line. Say, Gerald, how can I do this? How can I, how can I reach this goal? Can we talk for an hour? Because I love seeing somebody just get fired up on something maybe they thought was unattainable. Thought they couldn't. They, they couldn't get there because of reason A, B, C, or D. Whatever it is. You know, we can talk ourselves out of anything. But sometimes you just need that one person in your corner who says, yes, you can. And I'm saying, yes, you can. You can become anything you want to be in this world. Anything. I never thought when I was born and I was freaking four pounds and had braces on my legs and I'm deaf in one ear. You think like if somebody was telling me, you know, you're, you're this handicapped little kid, you ain't doing nothing. Well, I, I had a mom who never told me I was different, so I never knew I was. <laughs> I thought everybody had to go through what I was going through. And, and I, I thank her all the time for that. Because I never knew I was different. And so I went out with leg, went from leg braces to hockey skates and, and the rest. Uh, if you, when you tune into this show, you'll hear little, seg, little bits and pieces of my story along with the great guests. And um, like I uh, said early on, I've had every different type of person in this studio. 
not this studio, but the drop-in studios. Every different type of person has walked through the door. Financial coaches, dog trainers, freaking professional athletes. Uh, Darren McCarty of Red Wing Lore has been on the show a few times. We've done some rad stuff together. Uh, I'm trying to think. Jay Adams. Uh, so many rad people have come in and, and, and spent an hour on this show. Uh, today, I have my buddy Pete, and we're going to talk, uh, talk with him on the second segment of today's show, and, and he's doing some rad stuff. I had no idea, no idea when we talked about a month ago. We were skating uh, the park in Ann Arbor, and he told me what he was doing, an art auction to raise some money and awareness for, for some underserved communities in Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, Michigan, the only thing people really, uh, on a global scale, think about Ann Arbor is U of M. That's where the University of Michigan is. And if you go to Ann Arbor... You know, it's fairly affluent. You know, they got a hip little downtown area, not little, hip downtown area. And you're like, oh, this is, you know, the whole city is, you know, it's all successful. Well, Pete let me know that there are some some sections of the city that are just like every other city. Every other city in the in the country has their, you know, uh, their their neighborhoods that are maybe, you know, they're driving a certain type of vehicle. In the neighborhoods that maybe they aren't driving that vehicle. Not one is better or worse than the other. And each and every uh, community has those. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that. And what we're doing to, to give some of the youth skateboards... Because Ann Arbor has one of the greatest skate parks, I think, in the country. They did a great job building it. They just put lights up, so now you can skate it almost at all hours of the day or night. And the, the people that come there are so welcoming, no matter who you are, where you are, what color you are. what It doesn't matter. You can come to the skate park, and you are welcomed with open arms. And we want to broaden that. We want to even give more people opportunities to come out and at least give skateboarding a try. Because so many people, maybe, maybe you don't have the balance, but then you pick up a camera and you start shooting pictures of your friends who are riding skateboards. Or maybe you, you, uh, physical activity isn't something you're into. But the creativity of skateboarding, you could design graphics, you can start making skateboards. You could, I mean, there's so much involved with our community that I've had the luxury of being a part of for almost 40 years now. I have been riding a skateboard for 39 years. That's nuts. And I still love it. I still love it. It does for me today what it did for me when I was 11. And, and, and just to give somebody that opportunity, and that's what we're going to talk about. But I'm just stoked you guys are here. You know, it's, it's a pleasure to be able to bring you some information that could change your life. Change your life. And again, 300, I can't believe I've been doing 300 and some shows. That's nuts to me. Because when I started, I never thought of that. I never thought of that. You know, and now here we are reaching people across the globe. I can't, I, I've gotten messages from Australia. Like people have, have, have sent me messages from where else? Belgium? Like saying they heard this show, it inspired them. Often people ask me about my favorite show. And my, uh, one of my favorites, because they're all my favorites. So many times I walk out of the studio and I'm like, that was the best show ever. And somebody here at the network will go, Gerald, you say that every time you walk out of the studio. Every time you walk out of the studio. Um, but one of my favorite shows, I had a dog trainer on, and I loved it. Um, a young lady came in. She brought her daughter, brought a dog. 
and her daughter was allergic to like red dye number four or something like that, and it's in everything. Everything across the world. And when her daughter was um, getting to be five years old, she was going to have to go out in the world. And, and uh, the mom was like, oh, my word. What am I, how am I going to do this? Everything. You know, she's allergic to everything. And she found a dog uh, that could smell that red dye. And they brought the dog in the studio. So if I, if I set something down to the dog's nose that had red dye in it, the dog would knock it out of my hand. But if I said something down that didn't have red dye in it, the dog would look me right in the eyes and let me know it was okay. And I thought that was the coolest thing. And so did the mom. She was a a U of M grad, ironically, and was a teacher. And she ended up shifting her career path, became a dog trainer, started an organization to help more people that had that hurdle that she had to overcome. And I thought it was the raddest thing. But with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for tuning into this segment of The Drop-In. And, um, and we'll be right back here in the next few minutes. Uh, I say a few minutes, but you could be clicking off right now. Um, next segment, I got my buddy Pete on, and you don't want to miss it. So thank you guys so much. Stoked to be back in the saddle. Go out lying at the bottom of the fucking 